I think the intro should just be Joey. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. That's all I know about this song. Good work. As far as I remember. How many times have we listened to this song? A lot. A lot. I think. I think. Turn my brain off. Yeah. Just shuts off. Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody out there that like listens to every episode 80 times. I know I do. Oh. I don't. You know, if we just have Joey do that, it would save us on having to pay for all the, you know, the music intro and stuff to, you know, have all the rights for it. You want to mm. keep doing that, Joey? You pay uh, for sure. that? Yeah, well, hold on. I thought you yeah. told us you made that in GarageBand. No, 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 no. I, I created it uh, using the music I paid for. I just had to chop it up and change it up a little. What? <laughs> this whole time, I thought you like had cor- like staged that whole thing together. My entire know. life is a lie. This it is, is. You mean that was an entire budget that we could have spent not paying Nathan for something else, like a pizza party <laughs> for the cast? Oh yeah, we have pizza parties almost every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they don't know that. Shh. The cast doesn't know that. Yeah, I don't know that. Wait, yeah, wait, it's one of the only. Parties? It's one of the only podcasts that actually cost us. You know, we're we're not making money on this. We're actually paying we for it. We are not a yet negative. Not, yeah. not, <laughs> not yet. Tell your friends. Come on, we need ten. Ten. That's all I need. Ten would be just a good wait until we get our Audible sponsorship. <laughs> that's right. If we You're get to a thousand listens, then uh, Spotify <laughs> is going to kick us back a cent. Yeah, can't wait. We'll split it four ways. <laughs> please, please, <laughs> we can't we can't afford the royalty free music. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome back to the uh, Roll for Insanity podcast, everyone. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us. Uh, today, we have got Joey with us. Hello. We've got Ryan. Hello. And we have the big man himself, bum, the bum, DM, bum. Mr. Clay. I am so ready. And I'm Kevin. <laughs> Thanks for uh, for giving us a, a few minutes of your time because we are going to uh, jump back into our current campaign. I'm going to pass it over to Clay and let him bring us up to speed. That was a heavens opening up for all of you uh, listening, <laughs> uh, because we're about to take you on a journey. Speed um, run time. Speed run. Yeah, so <laughs> um, just to kind of recap for you guys, um, to tell you what happened kind of off screen, off uh, yeah, audio wave. Um, we discovered that we're a bunch of morons and we <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> spoke quite a bit about some of the goings on of what was supposed to be spoken about in this episode. Um, we're going to go into a little bit of that. We're going to kind of give you a recap if any of it sounds interesting, which I really hope it does because it's the most interesting thing that's happened in my campaign so far. Please go back and just listen to like 10 minutes after the beginning of episode four. Yeah. Season um, two. We just two completely four. get sidetracked. It was yeah. supposed to be a technical episode. It's not. <laughs> yeah, we did t- 10 minutes of technical, and then we accidentally went into a, a story. Yeah, well, it was a technical episode about derailing. So, I mean, it was all thematic. <laughs> yeah, I it suppose. was. I mean, it, it was all in context at the moment. And fortunately, yeah. we just kind of time warped. Yeah, we kind of got ahead of ourselves. A little far <laughs> ahead. So anyway, where did we leave off last time? Yeah, so what we should have left off on last time is our heroes had just met uh, Padre Diego yeah. uh, in their uh, in the tavern. 
and they had met up with their contact and were told how they were going to get into Cascade so that they can take on Father Francis and uh, save the day. Uh, the next morning, they all awoke, all uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and started to make their way toward the dock. Um, I think before that, though, I want to say, Joey, you tried to get another water, didn't you? And uh, I think Ryan's character stopped you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah. probable. Yeah, I think that's right. I think I think that happens like on needed. more than one occasion, if I remember. I yeah, Ryan really times. hates fun. Yeah, <laughs> Raz and really then, hates fun. Yeah. And then uh, Padre Diego and Raz had a uh, theology talk about how Jesus was <laughs> actually an ancient sorcerer or something. Um, it, it, you know, it was pretty sacrilegious, but modern day religion <laughs> doesn't really exist in this campaign setting. So. Yeah. For those of you unaware, um, basically all religion outside of father worship is ancient. Christianity has died out, and uh, Ryan's character thoroughly believes that Jesus Christ is uh, the sorcerer. The sorcerer. King. Yeah. Uh, sorcerer king of all. Of them. <laughs> yeah, and he brought himself back to life. He learned crazy magic. (laughs) He was the king Jew and he came back. (laughs) Anyway, um, so they all kind of started heading toward the dock. Um, I believe on the way they were discussing what it is that they were going to be doing because they needed to gain papers. They needed to have workman's papers to get into Cascade because Francis had boosted his security since uh, Powell was assassinated by our, uh, our plucky adventurers. Um, and so they were. They went down to the docks. They saw some regular people getting on ships. They saw some workers, uh, other things. This is kind of a really big hub. Um, and I'll actually, I, I normally call on Ryan and Joey, but I'm going to call on Kevin. You remember what we did? Uh, how you discovered what you were going to do to get your papers? How we discovered what we were going to do. Yeah, we had a yeah. few options. You did have a few options, uh, and you guys went with one, <laughs> which I... I thought was probably the easiest out of all of them. It made things pretty quick. You remember what we did? I didn't pay attention during the game. <laughs> it's very interesting. Have you become your idea. barbarian? I think I have. <laughs> uh, uh. He's a method. Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> what did we do? Okay, so the options that we were given were that we could stow away on a boat, um, we could work on one, uh, and like if we worked on it, that would like be our pa- uh, our pay for the passage. Or the one that we went with was that we could forge our credentials just to be good enough to convince the captain that we, we were cool and not criminals. Just <laughs> barely. Uh, and then the part, that I, <laughs> the part that I love is Ryan has a familiar that he calls. He has a raven. Yeah. And he thought to himself, you know, well, if I'm going to forge papers, I need to know what the papers look like. Otherwise, I can't forge them. <laughs> So he thought, what's the best way to get these papers as inconspicuously as possible? And he thought, I'm going to send my bird in. I'm going to steal him from a woman trying to board a ship. <laughs> I mean, it made sense in my head. It did. Bird, birds steal a lot of weird things. Yeah. You know, not ravens on a, at a seaport. I mean, you know, maybe I could have taken somebody's disguise kit and painted it white for <laughs> <laughs> The only black bird in a sea of white seagulls. I mean, I figured the city probably had crows. But not ra- ravens are huge though. They aren't that big. They're, ravens are big. They're big, but like if you've seen a California crow, that's probably about the size of a raven. I don't live in California. Oh yeah. well, <laughs> hate to break it to you. Anyway, so <laughs> you sent in the bird, did not go well. Um, eventually, you sat there and you're like, "What are we gonna do?" And and then you know sometimes the same trick works twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and you did you actually get it the second time well what we did the second time i don't remember was it todd was talking to someone yes it was actually was it todd or was it padre diego it, Might was have padre been. Diego. it was padre oh it was i keep forgetting him because he was only in the session like one time yeah caleb's character was great i'm so I think, looking I think forward we to kind of back. talked about his aesthetic he was basically a luchador um, he had like a uh, like a luchador mask, and then he had brass knuckles that said "Dios mio" on it. <laughs> um, and then um, he was a cleric, and he stoutly believed in Catholic Christianity. Just think to yourself: um, <laughs> if a missionary was a luchador <laughs> and thought that he could punch his religion into you, that was. <laughs> Padre Diego. Yeah, he woke up every morning and chose violence. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he accepted God into his heart and he chose violence. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think I don't. I feel like the guy was trying to sell him drugs. Or no, Caleb asked like, who looks the most out of it out here on the docks? Yep, he did. He and was looking for the one that looked the most drug-addled because yeah. he Caleb bought some of that and, fancy and drug water. Right, and I think his initial plan was, oh, I'm just gonna trade this guy his like passport for this drug. Yep, and um, so he got this guy to follow him behind some boxes. And then I just had my crow go over and land on them and just look at the dude's papers when he pulled them out. Yep. And then Caleb didn't even have to buy it because I'd already seen them. So it's true. And then that was it. The papers were forged and our heroes boarded a ship and were waiting for it to take off. Oh, yeah. I think we should mention I, I was the one who forged them. We you didn't, did. Yeah. Yeah. It was Todd. It was very important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it was Todd. <laughs> Todd somehow saw through my familiar and saw the papers. Or I did a really good job of describing them. Yeah. On <laughs> yeah. Raz did a fantastic job. Anyway, they, they worked. <laughs> yeah, they did. They got so. him on the boat. Uh, they were getting ready to go towards Cascade and... Todd, for the first time the entire campaign, decided to pull out his horn. What was it, My Todd? My horn. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was just, you know, we're on a boat, and what can you do on a boat but play sea shanties? <laughs> and how well did you play that sea shanty, Todd? I played it pretty well, I think. I think I got the entire crew going along with me. <laughs> yeah, you did. You were doing really well. Yeah. And uh Ticked captain was captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The captain the all the ship's workers stopped working. Yeah, and they yeah. were all just when your crew just, you know, decides it's dance time <laughs> because some guy broke out his horn and started playing a really like sick song, you know, you kinda go, Maybe I don't want that guy on my boat. Yeah. twenty twenty one is the year of the sea shanty, by the way. Um yeah. anyway, moving on And also Twilight. I can't wait till we show that uh, Bard's actually Bard. Todd is multi-classed as a bard. Bump it It's it was amusing to say the least. But the captain was having none of it, and, and he, the captain came up, grabbed his horn, and <laughs> yeeted it into the sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that made Todd kind of upset. But he he thought maybe killing the captain wasn't the best move. <laughs> Probably not. So he he kind of just got sad and walked away and tried to find more water. I'm pretty sure. That's true. That yeah. is what yeah. happened. Yeah. So um, then there was an uneventful passage to the next city, Cascade, yes. right? They all got off the boat uh, and somewhere they were heading towards City Hall, which is where they were supposed to meet their contact to uh, get in to see Francis. Yeah, and we ran into somebody on the way. They sure did. <laughs> um, they, <laughs> well, first and foremost, Joey ran into a, a street performer <laughs> oh. who, uh, who was offering what exactly, Joey? Um, he was having, um, uh, 
horn competition, and the winner got to keep the horn. <laughs> well, it was. I think it was just any musical instrument. It was. Right? Yeah. Oh. It was just a. It was street battles. Yeah, with street music. battles. He yeah. had just been. It, it's like pink slip. Uh, <laughs> pink slip racing, but with yeah, instruments. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, it was great. And he was even nice enough to loan you a horn. Yeah, well, he gave me a horn, which he, which I then outperformed him as the bard. Well, I mean, let's look at this. You know, logically, yeah. here's a barbarian. And the guy probably thought, well, an he, easy win. He, he, there's no way he can play a horn. He's, he's just going to pay me real money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was amusing. And you not only won the horn that he loaned you, you yeah. insisted to go double or nothing. That's right. And then, <laughs> and then he won again. And then I won again. <laughs> and you took the guy's horn. And all of this just happened because I felt bad for yeeting his horn into the ocean through that captain. Yeah, that was a bad horn, too, because I'm pretty sure I used that to try to dig up a grave. You did, <laughs> yeah. You did. Yeah. yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, but, so I just got an upgrade. So yeah. basically, anytime we go into a town, if there's anybody performing any type of, you know, pig wrestling entertainment uh, value whatsoever todd will win todd will beat the <laughs> snot out of him todd Against does not odd. like sharing the spotlight <laughs> yeah. who does it's not todd. have proficiency in performance yeah i don't even yeah oh it was so good uh, but on on the way to the the city hall um padre diego disappears yeah he had um, other matters to attend to like not showing up to that day's campaign yeah um and so this is where you're going to want to go back to episode four uh, to give you kind of the cliff notes. Well, we kind of have the the leading in part that we can. Oh yeah, talk about. yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So as we we, uh, we kind of talked about this before that we were headed to uh, City Hall. We were planning on getting um, like legit looking passports, like better than my forgeries, <laughs> um, so that we could get into um, like the lab of uh, what's his name Francis. Francis. Yeah. Um, and so on the way up. We see our good pal Atlas um, on a gallows with some disciples around him. And we're like, oh, that's probably a bad thing. That wasn't Atlas, you fool. Well, I mean, we're getting to that. Um, <laughs> and so I mean. we are all just standing there. And I, I cast a message. And I'm like, hey, uh, hey, bud, do you need some help? And he's like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean... Who am I to get in between a man and his death? Um, So we keep watching, and he basically gives this whole spiel about how um, the people are being manipulated and the disciples are corrupt and that the wicked have the people's best interest at heart, more or less, right? Yep. Yeah. So then he gets hung, and we're like, well, that's a a bummer. And then we... I get a message in my head that's like, hey, come around back. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. Um, <laughs> Who was I, it from? It was from Alex. <gasps> <laughs> Didn't he just die? Yeah, I, th- I thought so. Yeah. So um, I started to head around the back of the city hall, and I think I told Joey, as I usually do. Yep. Um, and then I'm pretty sure Atlas messed with Seamus. He did. Seamus, <laughs> you want to talk about that? <laughs> he was He was not very kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were very concerned about him. You I were was going to go help him. I was going to go help him. And, and then what happened? He told me, no. <laughs> he did. And then after he was dead in your eyes, what did he do to you? He talked to me again. <laughs> As a ghost. As a ghost. He wasn't very nice. He's playing with the simpleton. <laughs> I think he was blaming you for his death. He he was. <laughs> what and a good guy. And then he said, no, nah, I'm messing with you. Go around back. <laughs> to which they did. Yeah. 
And so, yeah. going around back, they found a, a very portly gentleman wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Who was the guy that we were supposed to meet up with. Yes. Or uh, so we thought. Or so they thought. What it turned out to be was Atlas wearing a similar hat to Todd's, um, which he had gotten from Mandy after going back to their, uh, their little home base there. Um, and he told them that their contact had actually gone missing and that he was presumed dead. But that because it was done so quietly, most of the people in City Hall wouldn't really notice that he was suddenly back. And so his plan was to go in, grab you guys the real papers, and then get out. And he wanted you to cause a distraction. From here... We cause a distraction. They cause a distraction. <laughs> and, you know, hop, skip, and a jump down. Um, Todd has begun a revolution... Uh, and our our heroes are fleeing. Yeah, uh, and heading back to uh, back towards the docks. I want to say. Yeah. So if you want to hear how that whole situation went down, we talked about that in our technical three, <laughs> three episodes ago. I think now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's season two, episode four. Yeah. Go back and give it a um, listen. It was it's pretty amusing. It's about <laughs> ten minutes in. Um, twelve, and, about twelve minutes in, and it's so, the rest know. of the podcast from that point on. Yep, so. <laughs> it's a good time. It was supposed to be our technical, but you know, hey, we uh, got ahead of ourselves. Time. So now we have a revolution on our hands. Yes. So now the revolution has begun. Our heroes have made it into Cascade, uh, and they are getting ready to begin their assault on Francis's lab. Now, I think I I'm going to retcon a little bit. This was Tide. The city hall was in Tide. Oh, it um, was. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we left Riverdale, went to Tide, and now you got on a ship and got to Cascade. When you arrived, uh, you were off the on the dock for a little while, and then you heard a message come over the loudspeaker, and it was Francis. And he was talking about how um, these people, uh, Raz, Todd, and Seamus, had come to the city to try and overthrow him and uh, lead them into uh, sort of just lead you all into chaos essentially he was talking poorly about them he was doing his own propaganda i'm pretty sure he flattered us actually yeah he kept he kept like calling us like um cunning and smart and conniving <laughs> yes and he just, was he was going on and on about how uh how, how great sneaky we were you are <laughs> you call it great <laughs> he led it to be, believe that you couldn't be trusted yeah, but he said we're smart at it, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime someone calls Todd smart, he's happy. Uh, yeah. yeah, my favorite part was that they framed Todd to be the leader of the <laughs> <trip>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, after a certain point, you can't fault them for believing. Yeah. Yeah. You did kind of take a face roll. Yeah. But with my, you know, 12 charisma. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, above average. Barbarian, yeah. Yeah, uh, barbarian. But the shiny hat. But uh, the shiny hat? Yeah, that shiny hat makes it makes everything better. Yeah. So, in essence, <laughs> he tells the people of the town not to trust them, to look out for them. And on their way into town, they actually passed by a bunch of big metal warships. Uh, because Cascade is kind of in this... what, what It's kind of like a, a mountain region. It's kind of locked in on all sides, uh, except for this one little mouth to the bay that leads out into the ocean. Uh, so, it's all hidden. You can't see the other cities. The other cities can't see in but you can come in and out through this mouth of the city. Um, and inside, there were a bunch of big metal warships with these big metal guns. Uh, and at that moment, he says that uh, rebel forces have uh, invaded the other city and are trying to overthrow the guard, which they were, but not in the way that he made it seem. Yep. Uh, and he shelled them. He, he mortar shot them. His quite own a bit. people. His own people. 
and he claimed that the um, the guns were so precise that not a single innocent life would be lost. That's true. Fire. <laughs> and, I mean, there's uh, no one there to disprove it anymore. Yeah, no, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah. So on our heroes went. Uh, I think you all decided to kind of go to a tavern. Yeah. And kind of wait things out, didn't you? Yes. And then, yeah. And then we met someone. You did meet someone, someone familiar. You met the first son of the revolution. Yes. <laughs> you met <laughs> Jeremy Mineral Hole. Yes, good old Jeremy Mineral Hole. He had found his way from the the rebellion to you to act as your liaison. Uh, he was very excited to see Todd again. Mm-hmm. And Battle Scarred. Uh, yep. Yes. For Todd you to understand who, who Jeremy is. Please go back and listen to episode four. Um, to give you the the long and short of it, basically he was a guy that I magicked into thinking that that you bully. He, <laughs> I magicked him into thinking that he had to stop the guards from being corrupt, and um, then he just decided, you know what? That was me. I came up with that idea. Yep. Um, and uh, and he has done a one eighty. Yeah. Now he's yeah. a stout. Um, believer in the revolution. So. He is. He's more or less forgotten his wife and children uh, and has mm-hmm. moved on with his life. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the course of like what? Six hours? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, just because he met Todd. Uh, so oh. he followed Todd and the group back to uh, the city and uh, said that he was going to act as a liaison. Mm-hmm. Um, but he only did that after you guys had been at the tavern for a while. He came and found you. Yeah. And yeah. he was able to tell you that the mortars that were being fired in the city were not only hitting the rebels, it was hitting everyone, and that a lot of people wow. died. Surprise, surprise. surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so Francis was lying. And <gasps> he also said that as of now, the rebels had uh, pushed most of the guard out of the city because almost everyone in the city started to rise up because everybody was sick of living this way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Viva la revolution. So with that, he said that he would be the intermediary between, um, what was it? It was uh, John Stone, 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 Stone something. Oh, my God. I, okay. <laughs> we, have, we have Jack Rockwell, the, uh, the boat captain. Mm-hmm. And then there was um, John Stonewell. John Stonewell yeah. The, Captain right. Guard. Yeah. yeah. So the captain of the guard is the was the leader of the revolution. <laughs> the second son um, of the revolution. John Stonewell. Um and he said that he would be communicating with him. And they were discussing how they were going to start to take down Francis. And Jeremy had a very good question as to who was going to lead after Francis was gone. And you guys didn't have an answer for him right away. Nope, that uh, was think, our fault. I think I said, oh, there should be some type of uh, the people will decide. And, and that's I, I think and exactly then, Jeremy and thought. And Jeremy I'm was a, like, I'm, I'm the people. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> and Jeremy has become convinced that he will run Cascade and Tide and Riverdale as their new glorious leader. God King. God yeah, King. I mean, God what was King he? Jeremy. He was just a clerk at the. He was just a clerk, wasn't he? That was. He was just the clerk. Yeah, he was just a dude standing inside of City Hall. Well, no, he worked there, didn't he? Yeah. He no, did. I thought he said he worked. Okay. No, he didn't work there. He was just a dude standing in City okay, Hall. Okay, well, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Does he? What, did he even have a job? What? What is he? <laughs> yeah. he, he was there for some reason. You've never asked him. I don't care. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure he said that he was like the commander of the rebel forces when he mm-hmm. showed yeah. up. Yep. He yes. did. Yeah. With he his uh, radio. Yeah, he had, yeah radio. he had a radio, which was cool. So he could call in the uh, strategic... Uh, no idea command. how he got in the city I with us, too. <laughs> I don't know 
if I ever asked, but was the radio water powered? <laughs> radio water powered? Um, probably, you know. right? I don't know. You don't know. It used the blue. I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> probably not. There are other technologies in these cities, no. but what? Yeah, I know. So I couldn't <laughs> buy a watch that I didn't have to pour water in. <laughs> you didn't look very long. You went to one guy. Where else do they sell watches? <laughs> Did you a ask city. a watchmaker? A it's watch a big maker? city. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, the watchmaker. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we meet up with with Jeremy. Uh, we were basically just going to use him to send messages back to Stonewell, who we actually figured was in charge of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty accurate assumption because everybody right. else believes that Stonewell is the leader <laughs> of the revolution. <laughs> Jeremy is the only one that believes that he is leading anything. Yeah. Um, so you all communicated with him and you were setting up plans for your assault on Francis's lab the next day. And then they didn't listen to us because we <laughs> told them to attack at dawn and they didn't. Yeah. 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 Well, we're not oh, sure how also, well the Jeremy's uh, instructions were carried out. Though. Also, I sent my bird to deliver a message to Stonewell. You did, and your bird... He you made s- it. You sent it back with Jeremy. As a no, I, I didn't send it with Jeremy. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because That's remember, he him. committed suicide. Your bird killed itself <laughs> on an incoming mortar. Because he didn't want to listen to Jeremy anymore. No, no. On the way back. No. What happened was I sent him independently because I figured Jeremy couldn't be trusted. He made it to Stonewell. He delivered the message. And then he started to come back with Jeremy. And that's when he committed suicide. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So, yes, all of this happened. They made a strategic plan. They were going to have the rebels come to Cascade. They were going to have them try and board and capture these, uh, these big metal warships and use their mortars to knock down the walls in Francis's lab and let them in. Uh, and it would have gone a lot better if they had done what they were told to do and gone at dawn. But they didn't. But they didn't. <laughs> they slept yeah. in. They were yeah. all kind of just sitting on the docks waiting when everyone woke up. Yeah, we woke up and they're like, oh, we're still, we're still, what do you want us to, we're like, what do you mean? How, <laughs> how, many, how, many ship, how many ships do you want us to capture? We told you yesterday. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. We're not used to this. So. We're just people. Anyway. Yeah, so they start heading towards the lab for Francis, and they call over their radio to begin the assault. Um, they, The whole city, when they wake up, including the tavern that they're in, is completely empty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just realized, as a minor correction, we yeah. only had the radio when Jeremy came back the second time. We That's didn't true. That's true, yes. Time. That's why yes. Jeremy went back. Right, yes. Yeah. He was going yeah. to communicate all of this. So, yeah, that's why it didn't get communicated properly. It's because Jeremy was the one carrying the message. Well, and my bird. And your bird. Yeah. With a handwritten note. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so they're, they woke up that morning, and the tavern was empty. The city was empty. There was no one around. And they couldn't, for the life of them, figure out why. Yeah, it's but, kind of rude that everyone just left us. Yeah. But <laughs> they, they soldiered on. They began the assault on the ships, and they were heading towards Francis's lab. Uh, and they passed by something. Uh, I think Joey was the one that saw it. Uh, you remember what you found, Joey? Was it the pile of corpses? Yeah, it was the pile of corpses. The pile <laughs> of fresh corpses. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And uh, what did those corpses look like, Joey? What had happened to them? Uh, they looked like they were murdered. Yeah, how? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you would never believe, man. Um, I think they were burned, right? They had some scorch marks around them, almost as if they had been, you know, like the worst sunburn that you've ever seen. Just light damage mm-hmm. almost. Just yeah. 
And we hypothesized that it was probably disciples doing their weird glowy fist thing. I don't know if we talked about that before, but I think it's worth mentioning now. Um, the way that the disciples fight are basically like monks, but they have like radiant energy that comes out of their hands when they punch people. Yeah. So, you know, to an adventurer getting punched with radiant damage, ow, that hurts. To a civilian getting punched with radiant damage, ow, that's dead. So it seemed as though the disciples had gone around the city and and punched everyone, killed everyone. (laughs) But with that being said, you guys hadn't seen that many disciples. You'd seen some, you'd seen probably like, 10, 20. But we had we heard, heard rumor we of heard them rumors. living in the sewer. Yeah. yeah. There were storm vermin. Yeah. So you heard rumors <laughs> of them living in the sewers below the city and that there was a tunnel down there that led to Francis's lab. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You all, yeah. Which we got from, uh, <laughs> from Seamus making more friends. The one thing friends. that Seamus actually did right. Who did we hear from that other time that were like, man, the tunnels are empty. <laughs> Oh, that was, yeah, that was because... That was the disciples, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that was contradictory to what yeah. uh, I had overheard. Somebody has somebody said, else told us about that, or like we overheard it from someone else. I think. Yeah, it was. It, it, I, don't I don't remember. I don't remember when we heard. I it. don't remember this either. We got the information. I know that it happened. Were in, in the, the sewers because you were. I, I. You were listening. Yeah, I went over and sat by the disciples. Yeah. Just listened. I wasn't doing anything. I was just kind of minding my own business yeah, and just kind of listening to what they. I think whoever we overheard it from probably I, kind of figured who we were. Yeah. Um, and then we're trying to bait us into walking in going into, into the sewer where all the disciples were. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably a good thing that you didn't because on your way to Francis's lab, while we the sounds of, uh, you know, mortar fire and people dying over your radio are coming off of your back, um, you start to hear a rumbling underground tumbling. and then a scraping metal noise. Yep. Yeah. And so everyone kind of ducks away. And then I think you send your bird out to take yeah. a look. And all throughout the city, there are hundreds upon hundreds of disciples pouring out of these manhole covers on the ground, rising up from the sewer and heading straight towards the dock. Yep. And that's the last you guys saw of them. Yeah, and we warned the people on the boats. We're like, hey, disciples are coming. And they're like, okay, we don't see them yet. And it's like, well, they'll probably be there soon. (laughs) They did. Um. So you narrowly, narrowly missed those disciples. And I had set up in advance a bunch of different things that you guys could have done. Um, and that was the one I really was hoping that you guys were going to do. What, going to the sewers? Going to the sewers. Yeah, I was going to make you guys uh, hide. There were going to be a lot of hide checks. I was really looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Wait, so you, you know expect us, a bar- two masters. barbarians? Yeah. And yeah. A hey, remember when we stealth? picked the stealth option for the wind city? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> See, it would have ended exactly the same. Yeah, so <laughs> you, you would have come up right where you needed to. Yeah, but we've learned that stealth is probably not our strong point. Yeah, either you way, it that. didn't Just really saying. matter. Yeah, there was an advantage to going no. down in the sewer, um, and then it's actually going to be a bigger advantage later on, but yeah. it's too late. So, <laughs> Oh, well. You all realize um, that you've made it to the lab and you call in on your radio to see how the the rebellion is going. And they say that they've got basically one ship, I want to say, by then. Yeah. They've more or less captured the one ship. I thought they had one functional and one that they were like in the process of taking over, but we didn't yeah. know if they'd captured it. They but sunk it wasn't one, captured firing. one, and the other one was still in under there. siege. Yeah. yeah. So you all called in uh, some mortars and knocked some walls down. That was pretty cool. Yeah. 
That was yeah. pretty cool. It's befitting a barbar- two barbarians and a wizard. Yeah. And with the knocking down, you guys came into this big courtyard. It was beautiful. It didn't look anything like the rest of the city. There was a lot of lush, vibrant plant life. Uh, there was this big water pool. But throughout it, there were walls that went extremely high. I definitely thought of it as a prison yard. Yeah, it kind of looked like a prison yard if it didn't look so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and all along the walls, there were these guys with long chained harpoon guns. Uh, that no, were, they weren't chained. They weren't chained. That's right. I yeah. gave you guys a break and didn't make them chained. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so they just had these long mounted harpoon guns. Uh, there were battlements set up around and right in the back, the big man himself, Father Francis. Skater boy. Holding wet, a Maui wet boy. hook. <laughs> wet boy. With a Maui hook and a fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Standing in front of uh, a big, actually it's a big metal plate at this point. Uh, and you guys want to talk about how that fight went? Give out your highlights? Um, well, Raz had fireball at this point, so that was pretty cool. I was able to shoot fireballs at people up in like the towers, and I ended up killing... I don't think I killed anyone with it, but I brought a lot of people to very low health very quickly. You did. Which yeah. was cool. And that was the first time I... Th- yeah, you'd just gotten it, so right. that was the first time you got to use it. How was it in the combat situation? Did you enjoy... It was pretty nice, but, yeah. like, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, well, I only get two third-level spells, so... <laughs> Better make them <laughs> Gotta count. use them, yeah. Um, and then I think I used the other one on Lightning Bolt, but that yeah. doesn't come up until later. Yeah. And, Joey, what about you? Um, You know, doing what barbarians do best, walking around, swinging a giant weapon, smacking some skulls. And um, I remember Francis kept running from me like a coward. (laughs) And that really annoyed Todd. Yeah. He did not want to fight you after a while. And he had hot water balloons. He kept throwing hot water balloons at me and running away. And I was like, what are you doing? Then then the that metal plate turned into a fountain and he was able to it's more like a whirlpool yeah, it was yeah a whirlpool it was. but he uh he used that like a like a skating park you know? <laughs> yeah. He yeah he grinded yeah. the rim it, it was like a what a 30 foot whirlpool so he just got 30 feet of movement for yeah. free for like free. for free yeah and i had to co- keep running to around it to get back to him. but to be honest he was old fat and balding so you know he didn't really move very well yeah he's kind of like me <laughs> he was he was a portly gentleman. I think yeah. another good highlight is that um, I was entrusted with the radio, so I got to call in all of the mortar strikes. Yes, that you worked. did. You got that one was... round of mortar strikes per round of combat. Yeah, because yeah. I told them to use the other cannons to like shoot the other ships and defend themselves if the uh, disciple showed up. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we fired one round of mortars. We could have had more if we needed them, but I think we got more as we went along. No, yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think we had any in the beginning because we told them oh, to that's focus right. on the ship. And yeah. then when they were done, they started out. That's us. right. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I was entrusted with the radio and um, I hid behind the rubble that we blew in the wall the entire fight. You had yep. to. Which I was I was thoroughly expecting you to do death saving throws. I really was. And I gave you rubble without thinking about yeah, it. You never counted on me being a coward. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> And so Ryan would walk into combat, would cast a spell. And then I'd leave. And then he'd walk back out <laughs> so that the big old guns on the walls couldn't hit him. And then they'd shoot all my friends. <laughs> which only, yeah, which only left Todd and Seamus, who took quite a few. One but of they, you almost got down to death saving throws. Which was it? Me. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah but they both have there. rage, so they were taking half damage. Even with half damage, you guys yeah. almost got yeah. there. I was down to... I mean, you know, get hit with enough harpoons. Yeah. 
I think I was down to three. Yeah. Three hit points. So yeah, it would have been it would have been rough. You were bloody and bruised. Yeah, I was. <laughs> but you had a healing potion. Things were fine. Yeah, yeah. and we were pissed. We wanted fat boy. Yeah, you wanted blood. Uh, he had just yeah he had made our life miserable. Yeah, in more ways than one. Yeah, we didn't realize though that when we went in there, they they had uh, four sniper positions. That was the, the guys six that, harpoons. Yeah, yeah there six, six of them. Six. That's right. Six of them. I didn't bring enough javelins. No, no. <laughs> Note to self: buy more javelins. Self, buy more. I only have two left. It's always good to have a couple extra. Oh, javelins. and also, we we had to hit fifth level, which meant that my firebolt damage scaled. So I was popping off with yeah, my two d ten on firebolt. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah. You you guys ultimately made short work of the guards. It didn't take too terribly long. No, no, because we were when we hit fifth, that uh, meant that both. Uh, yeah, you, you guys had extra, extra, attack. extra attack. We got that extra attack, so we had two attacks per round, which really did help. Yeah, yeah. it did. Fat boy wasn't expecting that. Oh, oh, oh. <gasps> the DM let them level up. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but this wasn't in the original script. Francis was. Doing quite a bit to heart you guys. He was shooting, yeah. as Ryan described them, it's very hot, hot water, water balloons. Kept bullying uh, yeah. us. Yeah, when he would shoot them, it would do kind of like a 12-foot radius around the square that it landed, and it would be basically, you couldn't stand on it. It was almost like taking fire damage. It yeah, was too You would hot. take fire damage from water. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he had That's his great. Blastoise cannon. Yes, he did. He had yeah. a Blastoise cannon uh, that he kind of held on his sides. What, what would you guys describe that as? Like, it was like a he was holding fire like hose. This. Yeah. So like, there's something like that, but I can't think of it. Um, Imagine holding two fire. mini guns, <laughs> <laughs> one in each hand. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and he was shooting these uh, these big, strong, powerful bursts of water at you guys. Mm -hmm. And pushing us away. I think at one point he did try to go into melee with us and realized quickly that was a very bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and he and that's when he started running away. And yeah. that's, yeah, yeah, that's when Todd was right after, right yeah. on his heels. Yeah. And then we killed him with a mortar. <laughs> you did. Yeah. It was, I was really expecting and hoping you guys were going to try and fight him around that, uh, that whirlpool. No. Because he was going to move. It was going to be great. It was and a really cool idea. Yeah. yeah. But, it would have been great. But then we just didn't play into your you hand didn't. at all. That's all right. <laughs> no, used mortars. Clay, next time, mm -hmm. put one big one. And have it so he can get sucked down and pop out of another one oh, around the courtyard. He's a diglet. <laughs> I knew it. Play like whack-a-mole. Yeah. So you all chase him down. Um, you knock him down pretty good. Uh, he almost gets inside the building, which we never got to see the inside of. No. Not no. yet. No, that's yeah, true. that's where we, we ended. That, yeah, that's where yeah. we stopped, yeah. One of your missed mortars blew up the uh, the doorway that he was going to run through. Yeah, but it, it wasn't completely filled, I don't think, right? It was like, no, it's just no, filled. It was... It was covered. You couldn't get through without having to climb. And you right. guys were really close behind. But we, we, you could climb over could. the That's how you guys right. got in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of this happens. They keep fighting Francis, and ultimately he's he's battered, he's bruised. And, and then I yoink his journal. Yep. He starts dying, and he has uh, some choice words for the group, uh, but not really. He was just he's, he was very scared. He didn't want to die. Yeah. Uh, coward. Yeah, very cowardly. Uh, and he was begging <laughs> to Hephaestus to save him, which is the second time our adventurers had heard that name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And both times had been by, you guessed it, fathers. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy yeah. how that name keeps popping up. It's wild. And, it, yeah. it's, and it's interesting because Hephaestus is the Greek god of, like, smithing and invention that's not real weird not that. weird never heard yeah. of and, and raz knows that in character because <laughs> he knows the deepest greek lore he does yeah. and so 
what happens is he passes away and similar oh, no. to Paul, something happens. The the environment around him starts to change. Yeah, and he yeah. turns into water. The, no, I think what happened was the whirlpool started to flood the courtyard and then it and it sucked them in. Yeah, it did. The whirlpool started to overflow. Yeah, just like that. And it filled the courtyard. And you guys actually had to run away from it. You had to start climbing pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, there was some urgency, but we were never in any danger, really. I just have, water. I have, Deep like, water. five ranks in swimming. It's not a problem. Well, <laughs> swimming isn't a skill yeah. in Plus 5e, and you don't have ranks either. So, uh, God oh, of Seamus does. Roasted. Oh. It's athletics, yeah. and you had proficiency in it. I do. <laughs> yeah. But with all that, they... Uh, I did get his Maui Francis hook. Francis, get you did. You stole yeah. his yes. Maui hook and got his journal. Did then, you steal his his arm cannons? Yeah, okay, I thought so. Everybody got something. Yeah. Everyone was happy. Yeah, yeah I you're, don't gonna, you're gonna have your water cannons on your arms <laughs> and your wind swords <laughs> in your hands. Yeah. You were a walking armory. I'm gonna have to give you some sort of disadvantage eventually. <laughs> that thing's heavy. Well, the disadvantage the, uh, is that we don't get anything. <laughs> yeah, that's a disadvantage. Yeah. Anyway, the whirlpool seems to be almost alive, and it comes towards Francis's body, and it lifts him up, and then sucks <laughs> him down. Uh, he got flushed. He was gone. Yeah. It's like the if you've ever seen the movie Flushed Away, it's just like that. Just the like hit that. movie Flushed Away? <laughs> yeah. And our heroes had uh, just climbed into uh, Francis's lab and had yet to explore. That's where we ended it. That's where we yep. ended. Yep. And so we are we, officially oh, caught, caught up. up. Yeah. We are up to date. So, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do with these story podcast episodes anymore because we're probably going to start just recording our live sessions. Uh, we are. We're planning on starting tonight. We're going to see how that works. Uh, Woo! Which yep. means we might just go Woo-hoo. to straight technical podcasts for... We might. You never we know. Might. But yeah. anyway, that's that's what I've got. Yeah. Any of you guys got anything you want to add? Yeah, we hit level six. You did? Yeah. level six. We yes. hit level six. Oh, shoot. Did I level myself up? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Didn't even level himself up. You didn't multi-class. Didn't even multi-class. No. Oh, no. Dude, I can't believe you didn't pick I was going to multi-class into Sorcerer and discover that I had had magic blood this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I was magic all along. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the real magic was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> What was that? Sure, uh, the last episode we just uh, we posted last week. The, um, the what was that vampire Dampier? thing? That Dampier. There you go. I just realized that I'm actually Dampier. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Wow, my mom was a vampire. No, <sighs> wait. That may, maybe that's why she got disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no vampires allowed in the city. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't let a vampire in my city. Are you no, kidding me? No, it's Who gross. Would? Yeah, but anyway. All right, so stay tuned. Uh, we hope to have the uh, the podcast with the full gameplay up. Yeah, and we quick. St- we still aren't sure how we're gonna do that. We'll let you guys know how to access that. Yeah, we'll put we, it on the website. We'll talk to Nathan and have him fix this with that uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, we think we're gonna put it under a different like account as far as the podcast goes. It's gonna be separate from this one. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a little less family friendly, so we're going to be <laughs> a little unfiltered. Yep. PG-13 um, at least. Um, but it, it shouldn't get too bad. Seamus no. will be absolutely family friendly. <laughs> the rest of you? No one else will. <laughs> no one else including will. the DM. <laughs> Forewarning. Anyway. Um, we'll call it unfiltered insanity. So yeah. we probably do <laughs> want to just kind of keep, a, we'll keep a kind of a summary 
yeah. um, so, yeah. episode on the, our our main well, podcast. Yeah, so we'll that, probably yeah. have a segment where we just recap if you don't want to go and listen to. Well, and then we can keep that family friendly too, because right, exactly. Yeah. But we probably won't do a full episode dedicated to just catching you guys. Right, we could just yeah. maybe a fifteen minute segment here and there. Yeah, exactly. So okay, um, all right, everybody. So yeah, we'll let you know how to access that probably within the next week if we can get it figured out. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think that's it though. I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Talk us well, out, guys. Kevin. Thank you so much for in, in spending a few more minutes with us. We will uh, we'll keep you up to date on our progress with that, and then of course next week we'll be back with a a regular technical segment, episode. Yeah, technical, and hopefully no no, <laughs> we'll try to keep it technical next time. Yeah, we'll get more into um the what is it the. Gameplay. Yeah. No, the the UA. What's oh, it yeah. yeah. So gothic lineage? Yeah, the gothic lineages. You can talk about the hags and the... Yeah, it'll be cool. There yeah. you go. All right. So now you got a kind of a preliminary yeah, you there. you got something so. to look forward to. All right, guys. Hey, well, thank you again. And uh, take care. Have a wonderful week. We'll chat with you next week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Hey, Clay. Uh, did you know that we have a website? We have a website? Yeah, we have a website. It's um, rollforinsanity.com. Wait, do I spell out the word for? No, it's just the number. So oh. it's roll, the number four, insanity.com. That's awesome. What can I find on there? Yeah, th- we have a bunch of stuff on there, actually. Have you ever wanted to follow us on social media? I have. Well, you know, it's kind of hard to find those pages on it the really apps. It really is. Yeah. I can't spell. Right. And so, you know, uh, but the thing is, if you can make it to our website, we have links to all of our social media on there. Wow. You know what social medias we have? Clay? I'd love to know. We have Facebook. <gasps> ooh. Instagram. Pictures. And Twitter. Annoying. Wow. All of your favorite social medias in one place. Um, besides that. Uh, we also have a newsletter. A newsletter. A newsletter. What do we say? So you put your email in, and and then we take it and sell it to people over the internet. We don't sell it. We don't sell it. But what we will do is we'll send you updates on whenever we release a new episode, or if there's anything else that we want to fill you guys in on. That's so exciting, Ryan. I'm going to go there right now. Isn't it just? But hold on. There's <gasps> more. There's more. We also have a section dedicated to new players. Who's that? So if you're just getting into D&D for the first time, we have a bunch of stuff, uh, links to Amazon, all like consolidated onto one page. And, you know, if you're looking to buy some dice or a dice tower or a DM screen or some handbooks, you know, any of that sound interesting? I love all of those things and well, more. Congratulations. We got all of your favorite links in one place. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, also, if you think that we're doing a bad job and you want to tell us about it. I hate you. Or if you think we're doing a good job and you want them to tell us about it, we have a feedback section. A feedback section. Yeah. You can just uh, type in your message. Let us know what you think about the show, what you want to see in future episodes, and that'll get delivered directly to us. I'm going to flame you guys so hard great except the only nathan will be reading it and then he's going to tell us what it said so you'll only be hurting his feelings that's good